What's up? Hi. Yay. Ooh, uh, we made it. I don't know why it just sounded like weird, but we have made it to season three, the official start of the Simply Jamila podcast. I know I like came back last week randomly. I think it was like a Thursday. Yeah, it was definitely a Thursday, but we're back. We're here. Hi. What's up? Oh my goodness. I missed you. How are you doing? Are you doing good? Are you taking care of yourself? I am trying to, but I'm not really doing a good job, but like that's a whole different thing to talk to my therapist about. Y'all, I have a glass of grape juice. I'm ready to go. <laughs> if you are new here, my name is Jamila. I um, like to talk a lot. I don't have a co-host because I feel like I talk too enough or too much to the point where I can fill up about 45 minutes. And it's crazy because I even have to like cut it down. So I talk way too damn much, but it's very fun for me. I love talking. I feel heard. That's my biggest thing. It's it's crazy because I know I have friends and I love my friends to pieces. I say this all the time. Every time I talk about being alone and stuff, I always have to feel, I feel the need to like reassure, I guess not even really my friends are listening, but myself that like they're awesome. But sometimes it's nice to just talk and like if you feel heard but in a different way like you are feeling heard by the masses as opposed to just that like that small group of people so yeah I like to talk a lot and I like the podcast and I like to talk about whatever the fuck I want so I can feel heard by the masses and this is going to be the best season yet because I've learned to just stop being scared and just be honest and say what's on my chest and say it with my chest so I'm very very excited and if you're not new here what's up I hope you know you didn't miss me too much and and if you've listened to past episodes, I mean, I don't want to stop you from doing that. I, you know, I worked hard, but let's focus on the now. <laughs> I changed the format yet again, just a little bit, because I just, I like this flow a little bit better. And you'll understand what flow I'm talking about in about 0.5 seconds, because we're going to go ahead, before we get into this episode, we're going to talk about some hot topics that are happening, and I'm going to give my hot thoughts. The first thing I want to talk about is Simone Biles making history yet again. I found that out and I was like head empty, so excited. She is an inspiration for so many women, especially black women, of course. And it's just, it's awe inspiring truly what she can do. And it's crazy because she's like so tiny and adorable and like has the sweetest soul and she's like killing it. And she's like, it's weird. She has like the sweetest soul, but it's like pure muscle. And I just, I'm so happy for her. And I don't want to say I'm proud of her because I'm not her parent, but I'm just, I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud to be alive to witness this. Speaking of empowering women, we must talk about Miss Meghan Markle giving birth to her and Prince Harry's baby girl, Miss Lilibet Diana. I love the name. I love the meaning behind the name. I love all of those decisions that went into that. And I'm so excited for not just their daughter, but also their son's future. I'm just excited for their kid's future because they have great parents as role models. And I'm just, I'm so excited for their family. It's, it's a beautiful family. They've overcome a lot. And I'm so happy for them. I am beyond happy for them. I guess we're going to stick on the West Coast with our last little bit of news. Here in America and Washington State, adults can claim a free marijuana joint if they get vaccinated. So they are bribing people to get vaccinated by giving them a free marijuana joint, which is very infuriating because how many Black men, and maybe even Black women, but I know for sure the statistics talk about Black men, being put into the prison system for simply possessing marijuana or smelling like marijuana. What? But then 
white men who commit mass murders and school shootings uh, get off because of mental health. So this whole giving out a free marijuana joint, like, okay, then let all of those black men out of prison, please. And thank you. And give them a job when you let them out. Thank you. Okay. Let me take a sip of my grape juice because I'm, I'm excited about today's episode. Remember last episode when I was like, hey, I lied to you. I'm actually coming back June 3rd instead of July 3rd. And I mentioned that I graduated from college. Well, I really wanted to do an episode where I talked about my college experience, but I wanted to do it with someone who lived it with me. So I reached out to my friend Miranda and I was like, I want you on this like so bad we have like a small like scheduling conflict and then I was at work in my little gas station job which I'm almost done with y'all get excited I'm pretty excited (laughs) it pays well but like don't even get me started on that that's a whole different YouTube video that I have planned for a whole different day so we were at I was at work at the gas station Tavarisol gas station we were on like a two-hour FaceTime call the interview was in there somewhere I recorded it um And she ended up sounding like a robot the entire time. And I was like, oh my gosh. So then we had to switch to Snapchat to record it to like have the audio because I didn't want to summarize everything that she said. I wanted to have, I wanted her actual audio in this because I want you to just hear her voice. It's not the same because when we were on the FaceTime call, we were laughing, we were joking. All of the passion was there. We were very upset, but I still just like, I want you to hear her because she lived it with me. And if I could, I would love to just have her sitting here next to me recording with me. But even then I'm having my own technical issues. I don't even know if this podcast episode is going to make it to your ears or what's going to happen next week. So I would want her to see me struggle. Plus I only got one mic (laughs) and that would have been very, very interesting. I haven't figured that out yet. I don't have the brain cells or the finances to figure that out. The way this is going to go is I am going to tell you, I only asked a few questions. So I'm going to tell you the question that I asked her, play her answer to the question, and then I'm going to like give my take on the same question. So I'm going to answer the question as well. I said earlier I wasn't going to summarize her answers, but for the first question I had to because Snapchat or like my screen didn't record the first part of the video. But the first question I asked her, I was just like, talk about all four years. I told her to talk about all four years of the program. I'm going to focus on four my four years of college because we lived two different experiences. But in the beginning of the video, she talks about how freshman year, it was 4 a.m. We were working on Nine Square, which was our final project. And she was folding laundry. Why did I say it like that? But she was doing laundry and drinking wine and working on the project at the same time. Was it wine? You just hear the second part of the audio clip. So I'm trying to like give you a a background summary synopsis of the beginning. It's late at night when I'm recording this. Anywho, so that's what she talked about. And that's how she summed up like college. And I mean, it's pretty accurate. 4 a.m., like drinking a bottle of wine, doing laundry and trying to knock out a project. That is that that's college. Laundry at 4 a.m. and trying to finish up a project. And I feel like that really sums up everything. But, um, yeah, freshman year was actually kind of fun. Um, everything was new. Everything was exciting. It got a little bit harder. Um, we had one residential project, a class that it, 
it was the gateway into ADA. And all we did after that was ADA. One thing I loved about sophomore year was um, High Point. That was really cool. Um, 10 out of 10. Did enjoy that. Junior year, that's when COVID hit second semester. Um, that was really, really rough. Like, way too rough. But, you know, made it through. It kind of a blur, if we're being honest. And then senior year kind of sucked because it was still COVID. Um, really, really hard classes. And just overall, just not a great experience. One thing, jun junior? It was junior sophomore year. Um, really funny story. I remember I pulled an all-nighter um, in studio. You know, we snuck in um, after they technically closed it. Whatever. I was pulling an all-nighter. Well, I ended up falling asleep at the computer. And I woke up to Dean hovering over me. And he goes, Miranda, are you okay? And I looked at him, dead in the eyes, half asleep, and I said, no. And I walked out of the room, and that was it. The people in our class sucked. There were a few really cool people. Overall, it was a lot of judgment. Um, which, you know, being an emo kid, that is just something that I've always had to deal with. I just thought it might get better in college. Um apparently not um there's a lot of fake people a lot of favoritism it just wasn't ideal it was just the stombiness for me like we're all getting the same degree you're not better than anyone else kind of thing uh dean's darlings were the worst of it absolutely zero out of ten did not like them um, just really dumb. Our professors didn't help with any of it. Like, they saw what was going on. They knew that there were cliques. And they tried to still divide us that way. Like, every time that there's a group project or anything, they would put people with their normal people. Um, and, which is fine. But then they would kind of separate us. And they would just kind of encourage that. And honestly, in the real world, like, you have to be flexible with other people. You have to know how to work with all types of people, regardless if you like them or not. It doesn't matter if you do or not. Um, and so, you know, that kind of failed a lot of people in our program. Overall, college was really great. Um, I'm really glad that I got to experience it. Um, I have a lot of great memories, made a lot really really good friends um there were a lot of downfalls unfortunately I did not have a typical college experience um I had a lot more hardships than 90% of the student body you know with jobs with trying to pay for college with running out of loan money you know, then all my various health issues, like endometriosis, having to have surgery in the middle of a semester, all of that, um, very atypical 
college experience, but overall, like, I had a blast. I love college. I wish our professors in the program would have been better. They, at first, you know, were super supportive, super loving, super kind, very much wanted us to succeed, and towards the end, there was a flip of a switch, and I don't know if that was because of COVID or what happened with them, if it was something within the faculty, but they ended up being really, really awful, and that really made the last two years of um, college just kind of sucky, and that breaks my heart, because, you know, up until then, I absolutely loved it. Like, I loved being in college. So. Okay, so for me, all four years, the first thing I have to say, and this is something that I've mentioned to everybody, every year of college, I lost someone, at least one person that I loved. And with every year that passed, it got harder and harder. So that sucked. Um, very important losses with family and even friends. And that was, that was rough. It literally made, it happened in the fall. It happened every fall, at least. There was one that, there was a very big loss that happened my, the spring semester of my junior year. So we, we lost a couple people junior year, but it, every time those kinds of things happened, it just like, it sucked. It hurt my heart. I was like an emotional mess. I was like, I can't really function right now as a human being. Like it was, it was horrible. And it was so bad because I was never in a place to where I could attend. Well, I, I attended a couple of the services that I really were really, really important. And fortunately I was like close to campus or on campus or whatever to where I could attend the services, but there were some that I could make it to and it sucked. It sucked a lot. So that was, we just have to get that out of the way. Like four years of sorrow, pain, grief, and mourning. Thanks college. Freshman year, it was kind of a blur. I remember after the first semester thinking I maybe am not cut out for this. And honestly, that just that thought process that I had my first semester carried over into the next three years, but it's more of like, I hate this. Like, I don't like my major, but I'm stuck here. The many times I talked to my advisor at the time, which my advisor was absolute trash about transferring, like it was like a no-go. And then I was supposed to be able to rely on this other person who was like in high authority. And he just, it was, no, it was a big no. Now he did end up being one of my teachers and did end up letting me pass his class. So I can't like say too many things bad about him, but he also wasn't there for me the way that I thought he was going to be there for me. And he was like the main person to persuade me to go to the school. The school were 82% of the population's white and 7% black. And in my major, in my major, I'm kind of like talking about all threes at the same time, really. But in my major, um, we started off with like quite a few people who were minorities. And then I ended up being the only one. And that freaking sucked. Sucked a lot. So that was like, I mean, that was kind of my freshman year. There were some projects that were good. Surprisingly, there's some projects that were bad. I remember completing an entire project. And this is honestly how it all went for me because I just started hating my major and doubting whether this was the right path for me. And I mean, honestly, I'm not doing shit with my life right now. So yeah, uh, I'm still kind of doubting it. But we're also working through that in therapy. <laughs> I always did my project last minute. I remember I came home to like Middle Tennessee 
for a spring break and I knocked, knocked out a project the entire week that I was here. I didn't really like hang out with my family because I was like, ah, oh, I should probably get this done. Like it was, it was a lot. So that was freshman year. Sophomore year, also a bit of a blur, to be honest. It was just kind of like those first couple years, they were just kind of weeding people out. I will say sophomore year, the fall semester, we had like this stupid ass clock project and I hated it so much. So I hated it to the point where I took a piece of wood and I cut a square in the middle and I put the little clock ticky thing. I don't even remember what it's called, but what makes the clock tick like the little box that the battery goes in. I just like took a regular schmegular piece of wood and cut a hole in it and I fit it in there and that was it. Called it done. I got a 27 on that project. And if it wasn't for another professor who no longer works at the university, I definitely would not have passed. I would not have passed that studio. And the professors, like we only had a few and it just, well, that in itself made it not a good time. I don't know. I personally would prefer multiple professors because you could see where a the work from one class was blending over into another class and you could see just like the stresses from having multiple classes was like eating at them and the way that they graded and their attention span like yeah our class sizes were smaller if you look at the individual like class like if you look at oh i had class from 140 to 340 or whatever like there's only seven people here sure but their attention is divided between the 20,000 other classes they're teaching. So it's still, I didn't have their full attention. And that was, that definitely played a part in my learning experience because one of the things that they said to like sell me on the school was that you have like an intimate learning experience that like your teachers really work to make sure you're good. They work with you one-on-one. And like, I actually used to give campus tours. And that was one of the things that we sold was like how small the class size was to show that like the professors really pay attention and care about the individual student. And that is a fucking lie. Sorry to all those families that I lied to when I was giving campus tours. <laughs> Which I I gave campus tours for up until we got kicked off campus for COVID. But I honestly should have quit after my sophomore year because the woman who runs, um, who ran the campus tours at the time, she ended up retiring. And it just went downhill from there. And I was like on the leadership team, but I was being like completely left out of all the meetings and the leadership decisions. And that was a club where I, if I didn't love the leader, like the woman in charge of us, I probably wouldn't have stayed because again, I was like one of the few, if not the only minority. And there were a couple pictures where I'm literally the only one. And there were times when we would have like these giant open house tours and the photographer would like make sure that I'm in it. So that way it looks like, you know, it's not just straight white people who go here and that's it's I mean obviously it's not like there's people from all over but at the end of the day when you look at the pictures like there was like slideshow pictures that played on the screen when the screen would go to sleep like it's it's white people so and then they would actively try to like include a one person um of color in a picture or they would have like something from the black fraternity events which I thought was nice but what it's not enough and it wasn't until Ooh, it's kind of a mix of George Floyd and our basketball team, our entire basketball team kneeling 
at their game. It wasn't until those two instances before my school actually realized, oh, we have a fat ass problem with diversity and inclusion. Like, yes, you do. And that in itself made all four years of high school, high school, God, all four years of college, like absolute hell for me because I did not feel included at all. And it goes beyond just my program. But anyway, we're supposed to be focusing on those, those four years. My junior year, oh man, <laughs> I have a story for you. So junior year, that's when things really started to go downhill. And I started to get really ticked off because all of our projects started to look the same. They're all either like elderly people or like ADA, like this person's crippled or something. And like, there are people like that in the world, obviously, but I feel like I wanted to I said I feel like, but I really just wanted to go beyond designing the same weird shaped building or the same weird shaped house for the sake of someone who is like elderly and has like dementia and is colorblind. There's one project, uh, it, it was like a residential studio and it's a real life family. So I understand, but they have like a whole bunch of different issues and we have to like design a house, to like meet every single person's needs. And it was two polar opposite parents and then... They had three boys. It was just, it was a lot. It was literally a lot. And I know that every college is like not easy. So I tried so hard not to compare it to other colleges, but it's like other colleges are designing restaurants and hotels and really broadening their portfolios. And we're doing the same shit every semester. Like my portfolio is a sad joke. It's a sad joke. Anyway, <laughs> getting off of that, junior year, very funny story involving me and Miranda. And this is when I was like, She's with me till the end and I love her. This was my moment for me. And it was when we had that that big residential project and we were presenting it and it was the night before. I don't know how late we were in studio, but we were there for a long time. And we ended up going back to her apartment. And I think that was at a time, yeah, she had a roommate at that time. We stayed up like all night, like powered through through it to get that project done because we were so behind it was my it was my first time meeting her dog but when I met her dog like it was it wasn't bad actually she took to me better than apparently she took to other people at the time she's doing way better now but at the time she she took to me pretty well and then this was my first time being around her for a long period of time in her natural habitat so of course she was shedding really bad her hair was everywhere long story short I find out I'm allergic to dogs that night. That was fun and exciting. I'm sneezing. I'm like rubbing my eyes. There's welts, literal welts forming on my eyes because I'm stupid allergic to her dog and her dog really likes me. <laughs> hey, Stella, how's it going? Love you, girl. So that was rough. So I'm like trying to finish this project. I'm getting attacked by allergies. I'm not sleeping. We took like a, a power nap Come here comes the next day. My eyes still are kind of swollen. I'm kind of just pissed off because I just, I don't want to be there. The people like in my class, they were just, they were who they were. <laughs> um, and just, I didn't like the entire vibe, the entire setup of like, we had like this jury, like I just wasn't feeling it. I was just, I wasn't there and I hated my project overall. And I remember saying, like, my name's Jamila. Do you need me to spell that for you? And everyone was like, ooh. And I was like, y'all, 
it ain't that hard. <laughs> uh, so then I go to my presentation. I kind of blacked out. Thank God for the projector because I just stared at it. I just blinded myself with the projector, to be honest. And then afterwards, my teacher's talking about how like shocked she was. She thought I was like this quiet, shy person who sat in the back corner of the room and all that other jazz. And so this is literally me. I, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm a potato. <laughs> That's what I said. I called myself a potato. That was an iconic moment. Best, best thing that I've ever done. So that's like the best memory from junior year. And then senior year hits. I'm struggling hardcore. No, wait, that wasn't junior year. That was sophomore year. That's wild. Junior year hits. And this is when I realized that I like graphic design and that I'm like completely over my major. Like they could all go to hell. Like I don't care. And that's when we get kicked off campus because of COVID. And this was my first year. I was so excited because I didn't have a roommate. Like my sophomore year had a roommate. I absolutely hated it. Like I was counting down the days until I didn't have to live with her. And then my junior year, I completely switched dorms, go to a dorm where I have like, I create a studio apartment set up and then I have to move out in the middle of March. And I'm like kind of dragging like my life in trash bags essentially to like two to three different houses trying to figure out where I'm going to stay until my best friend can come with me to Asheville and then bring me home with her. Like it was an experience and a half. Junior year, I just, all I remember is falling in love with graphic design and hating my major even more and just being pissed about doing another freaking project for elderly people or some sort of hospital setup. And then senior year hits, senior year, I was a wreck. I was a mess. Life was not going well. I was too busy freaking out about like, what's freaking next? Like, what am I going to do when I graduate? And I was so focused on trying to graduate. My second semester of senior year, I definitely just like stopped caring overall. I was just pissed. It kind of dawned on me that I spent four years of my life learning something that I like, but I could have learned way better at a different place. So I was pissed. <laughs> I was just super upset. I was I was incredibly, incredibly upset my second semester of senior year. And it just the entire year was focused on just like getting out. Like that was literally not just my motto, but like I would call my dad and my grandpa all the time. And I was like, we're just focused on getting the freak out. And even Miranda, we texted all the time. And this is why I wanted her on this episode because we like texted each other and complained to each other all the time. Like we just wanted to get out and be done because the entire program was useless. And yeah, the people in our class, I, like she said, they, yeah, they sucked. It was super, super clicky. Again, I ended up being the only minority And it was just, I had never felt so weirdly isolated. Like Miranda was there, but I bought a locker on the opposite side of the room. I can't remember if I got to class first and she, I think I got to class first because I chose the corner spot and I was saving the seat next to me for her. But then she, I don't think she saw me. And so she went to the complete opposite side of the classroom and got her locker over there. I think that's what happened. I don't know. She's hopefully listening to this, so maybe she can correct me on it. But either way, we ended up on opposite sides of the room, and I hated it. I was stuck in between two of the clickiest clicks ever, and I wanted to get swallowed by the floor or something. I don't know. I just, I didn't like it. But fortunately, I was in the corner, so... I didn't get paid attention to a lot, but yeah, the people in my class were awful. There's like one dude named Nick, shout out Nick, great, 
awesome, 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 awesome dude. Super kind, especially like our senior year. Like we're all me, us three, especially we were all on different um, wavelengths. Let's see if you, if you went to Rome, you could graduate in December. If you went to Rome the summer after our sophomore year and you were able to get an internship the summer after our junior year or any time after that, then you would be able to graduate uh, December before uh, the like spring people. So like I graduated in May, 2021, a lot of my, half of my class really graduated December, 2020 because they went that route. When uh, December, 2020 was around and it was like the full class, a lot of the class like lived close to the building or campus or whatever. And me, Miranda, Nick all kind of bonded on the fact that like he is in a completely different state. Miranda essentially is too. I mean, she's closer to campus than I am and I'm in the same state, but she's still in a different state. So we, we bonded on that. And just the simple fact that everyone was freaking annoying. There were so many suck ups and people who, and I will, I remember the first day of class when like, uh, one of our teachers who no longer works there asked us why we want to do this major. And several people said that, you know, their parents did it or something. So a lot of them had their life handed to them and it showed and it was annoying. And even now where I live, I hate that. I think that's why I'm so irritated about the town that I live in now, because it's the same kind of people where their parents handed them everything and it's showing like your entitlement, your boastfulness, your naivety. I'm not, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but you being naive to the world around you, it's showing. And it was just very, I I just, I didn't vibe well with any of them besides Miranda and Nick. There was a couple, all the other people who were of color, I blended with really well. But again, I ended up being the only one. So when they started to fall off, it was like, oh shit, (laughs) it's just me. And this is one of those things that I tried to talk to the higher up about and it just, it didn't go well. So, and this is before my school decided to become all about diversity and inclusion. So they did not care. I asked her if there was anything good to come out of this whole thing. The best thing that came out of this whole program, whole degree, um, was that I got to meet you. Um, I mean, yeah, there's some fun memories. I really enjoyed college life itself. Like that, I genuinely enjoyed. But the program is so outdated. There's not really much that I use day to day that I learned in college or that, you know, I went to school for. Um, And I'm in the field. Like, it's just that outdated. And it's very commercial driven. And I have always been wanting to do residential and I'm in residential. Um, and so, you know, that's a really big disconnect for me. I haven't touched Revit since my final. I used SketchUp a few times. I can count on my hand how many times I've used it in the real world. And everything that we learned from codes is outdated. So I had to spend an entire shift rereading the code book and refamiliarizing myself with it which was super frustrating because I spent you know a hundred dollars or however much that code book was on a textbook that I can't even use and I can't even utilize in my day-to-day um yeah it 
It just needs a lot of work. I asked her if there was anything good to come out of this. Uh, this experience and she said me and that made me feel really good because i was actually going to say her i i really value our friendship i always feel bad because she snapchats me and i'm like i i look at it and then it's like hours later before i respond like i am that person and i'm sorry but i just i love her to pieces and I, yeah she was great it it made bonds with a um a couple of people in my family a little bit stronger because I needed their advice on something specific regarding the major. So that was good. That was nice. I learned a lot with the whole being like a minority minority. Um, I'll never forget freaking Trump came to my city's town and spoke. And when he came and spoke, I said, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> I said, get me out. So it was, there are so many, there were different instances where people show their white supremacy on campus. And I lived with a race, I lived next door to a very, very racist man my freshman year. So I definitely had to become more aware of the fact that the world would hate me because of the color of my skin. And I know that's a bad thing, but it's a good thing to come out of it because I'm not naive anymore. Like I knew it was a thing, but you know, the U.S. education system, the I said that weird, the U.S. education system is a joke and a half and they don't teach that kind of stuff. So I was aware briefly of it. Like they always talk about black history during black history month, but it's more of like who invented what? And that one speech that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. did. Like I know he did multiple speeches, but you know, they only focus on I have a dream and they all, all he's really known for is like the I have a dream speech because people like that's all that's taught in the education system. So I was aware of it, but I also went to a high school where it, it was pretty like meshed out. There were a lot of Hispanic students. There were a lot of black students. There were a lot of white students. Like it was mixed pretty good. It was, a, it was a city school. You know what I mean? So it was a complete culture shock and it really, truly opened my eyes. I found myself when I wasn't in school or crying over projects or bothering people or watching movies or trying to ignore life's problems with the golden girls. When I wasn't doing any of that, I found myself reading and researching and really trying to learn more about what it's happening in the world around me that is like affecting me and has affected the people that I love. And I know this sounds selfish because I'm saying affecting me, but it's like I'm black. So it's not just me, but it's my entire culture. It's my entire community. So it's really the best thing to come out of college is like the fact that I need to open my eyes. I mean, of course, my friendship with Miranda, definitely, but I've definitely opened my eyes to the world around me. And I needed like, I needed a wake up call to the fact that like, there's so much more than meets the eye. I'm sure there's other things. There's definitely some great memories. Miranda is the best thing to come out of the program. Outside of the program, college was great. I had a lot of, again, wonderful memories. And even then, I learned a lot of important lessons about friendship, not just from the friends that came and went or are gone or whatever, were in and out of my life in college, but even just doing the whole long distance friendship thing before I, like, you know, I have a friend where I grew up, but then COVID hit and all of the friends that I made in college, I'm like struggling to like keep in contact with or working to keep in contact with from a distance. And like, even now I'm graduating, I'm like, okay, I'm constantly thinking about, oops, 
I'm like, okay, I'm constantly thinking about these people. Let me check on them. Let me check on them. But then I'm like, oh, shit, I'm at work. I got, you know, I have a job to do. So it's definitely taught me about how I, I am like as a friend, how to be a better friend, which I'm still working on. And yeah, it just, it's, it's challenged me. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's one of the good things to come out of college, especially the one that I, that I went to, but I, I got my first tattoo actually with Miranda. Yeah. So she was, she was kind of the, the pioneer, but I definitely made some really close, amazing friends in college. We have Kristen, Reeve, Sarah, Anthony, like, I made, I made some, I met some cool people. And then I asked her, um, because she has a boyfriend, his name is Isaiah. And I asked her if she would do it all again, knowing that this would be her life. Like this would lead to her life with Isaiah because they live in North Carolina. They have four dogs that are children. There's like some drama going on with them. Like, Ooh. If I knew that this would be my life afterwards, yes, I would do it again. Um, but I would have saved a lot more money going into school and I would have probably waited one more year just to know like what I really wanted to do. And I wouldn't have done um, Starbucks free education program before because that really screwed me over getting into college. Um, and there's just a few things that I would have done differently to help prepare myself if I could, you know, look into a future ball. But overall, I am really happy before I ended up. Um, it just was a very bumpy uphill battle um, to get here. Isaiah's her boyfriend. He's like one of my favorite people ever. Like, I don't get to talk to him that much because again, COVID and two different states, but he's so funny. And I, I, I blacked out sort of at graduation. Like I just, I didn't want to be at graduation as I mentioned last episode, but he yelled, you're my favorite potato and I missed it. And I just think that's so incredibly funny. And apparently if you go back and listen to the audio or if you go back and watch the graduation, I mean, well, I guess listen to the audio, you're doing both. You can hear him yell it in the video. I forgot who told me that, but they were like, someone yelled about you being a potato. And I was like, oh my goodness, how did I not hear when I was there? But someone in the recording heard it. And I was just like, that's hilarious. I, I want to say a fat thank you to Miranda for doing this kind of weird, unconventional interview slash venting session with me. And I'm, I'm very, very happy and grateful. With all of that being said, before you go, it is time for me to share some recommendations. I can't believe I just sang and you heard it. I'm so sorry for your ears. So in season two, I kind of brought on this thing called Rex and Regrets. And this is the same vibe, except for I don't have anything that I regret. So we're just going to go down the list. I'm trying to keep it at four items instead too, because I just, I be doing things now, you know, I graduate and yeah, I work 56 hours a week, but I still, I still do stuff. <laughs> I still am kind of social, have a life a little bit. Anyway, recommendation movie two hearts it stars jacob alordi i personally am not a fan of his so i didn't think i would like it however i bawled my eyes out <laughs> it did not go the way i expected it's a good little emotional rom-com drama situation and like whoo i was not prepared for it it's called two hearts it's on netflix check it out tv show slash episode 
but it's more of like a, I don't know what you would call it, but I finally, oh y'all, I finally watched the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion on HBO Max and I knew it was going to be emotional. Like I knew. First things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. (laughs) I knew, I knew, but I bawled like way more than I thought I would. And now I literally like in this moment, well, not right now because I'm recording, but like I'm rewatching the entire Fresh Prince series because that reunion hit me so deep in my heart. I'm like what album slash song that I recommend? I have been streaming, loving, like obsessed with Lost Cause by Billie Eilish. I talked about it in the newsletter. If you're not subscribed to the, if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, you're missing out. But I just the video, like it's so nice seeing a fun, happy side of Billie. And I'm not even a uh, well, I don't know. Some might change with this album, but I've never been a Billie Eilish music fan. I love her documentary though. Like it's one of my favorite things that I've watched this year. Like, like this year. And I've always liked her as a person, like hearing her in interviews and seeing how authentic she was. I just, or not even she was, how authentic she is. She still is. I did not mean to say was, but I just never really meshed well with her music. And something about Lost Cause, it kind of like flipped the switch a little bit. The last recommendation I have, I've talked about Content Queens, the podcast before, but believe it or not, I was not following Miss Kia on Instagram. And I don't know why I wasn't. <laughs> it's at the Notorious Kia on Instagram. Super cool. Very big inspiration for style. And when I'm inspired by people's style, I just want to say this straight up the bat. When I'm inspired by people's style, it's not me trying to copy their style. It's just like this is their personality on their body and they are owning it and they are loving it. And they are representing their soul with their clothing choices and how they pair items. And it's beautiful. And I'm inspired to do that when I'm not like a hobo working at a gas station or a retailer or a warehouse. (laughs) Those are my recommendations for the week. And last but certainly not least, I want to bring this in because I realized, you know, there's a lot of division in the world and I don't know if I want to contribute to it or not, but I guess I might. So I'm introducing poll of the weeks on the Instagram account. It is at simply Jamila official. You should definitely go do the poll because I have to know. Okay. I have to know. Let me, let me tell you. Apple Music or Spotify. This is this is this is this is important. This is important. Now I do have more musical platforms that I want to put in the polls in the future, but like this is the big one. This is the big debate. And the reason this came about is sort of simple. Why did I what am I a snake? Anyway, I have always used Spotify, but I bought, I bought like an Apple product and they gave me six months of Apple music for free. And I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and take advantage of this. So I've been using Apple music and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. So that's, that's been a thing, but definitely head on over to at simply Jamila official. It'll be in the description of this podcast episode and, and answer the poll, check it out. Like right here, right now. I'm very, very invested in what you're going to say, and I will share the results next week. Okay, we've gotten everything off our chest. Again, thank you, Miranda, for having some audio in this episode. I love you a lot, and I love my friends, and I love my listeners, and I love people who are giving me the time of the day. You're amazing. Or the night. 
because I am recording this at night and like you could be listening to this at night. You could fall asleep. Hope you have a good night. <laughs> Hope your dreams are well. Anyway, I will be in your ear next week with another episode of the Simply Jamila podcast. And hopefully, if all goes well, there will be another guest. So get ready. Oh, 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 o